0: Let's pursue an abundant life. Okay, I'm about to share something with you that if this is the first time ever hearing it, It's probably going to cause you some pain and anger and probably want to punch my face in, but please just hang in with me because this is probably going to be one of the most life-giving things that I could offer you. It's a bitter pill to swallow, but once you're willing to accept it, digest it, it's actually going to change your life. Are you ready? Okay, this is it. You are the cause of all your life's problems. Don't shut me off. Just give it a moment to sink in. Don't run away from this because I understand and know the agony of that statement slapping you in the face. I have to tell you this story as to when... I was faced with this reality and it was really, really painful for me. So Matt and I actually were in the middle of his affair. We were separated and I had a girlfriend that walked through it with me almost on the daily. She was always checking in with me. What's funny is Prior to Matt's affair, we were not very close, but she had her own story that really connected with mine, and she could re- she she just was there to support me in a way um, that she could relate to, and so she walked almost daily with me. Well, there was this one particular day that we went out. It was in the middle of winter and we had a play date with our kids at the park. And I just remember it was freezing cold. We were all bundled up. Our kids were all bundled up running around the playground. Their noses were all running and we were just shivering. But we had our chairs and we were having our time, our mom time while our kids played. And the whole time, you know, per usual of our time getting together was me venting about whatever crazy thing was happening in my marriage um, at this point we were separated but there was plenty for me to complain and bellyache about to her and so she was such a good friend listening and giving her wise advice and so we were in the middle of this sort of time at the play date when my phone rings and it was Matt and it was one of those awkward moments where I look at my phone knowing that I had just been complaining about him Um, I couldn't think of any reason why he would be calling, but I couldn't help myself. So I answered the phone and it just so happened that Matt had a favor he wanted to ask of me. And I remember distinctly remember feeling so much shame and guilt because my friend was sitting right next to me quietly listening to the conversation. And so I had to keep my end of the conversation very short and and crisp and and one word answers and I can remember Matt being like, "What's wrong? What what's going on? Why are you just like giving me one word answers?" And it was one of those like, I was caught between this rock and a hard place. But um, as, as as quickly as I could, I agreed to the favor that he wanted me to take care of. I quickly get off the phone and we're kind of just sitting there awkwardly quiet for a couple minutes. And my girlfriend says to me. Have you ever thought about joining a 12-step program for codependence? Okay, so at this point in my life, I had never heard the word codependent, but I had heard of 12-step programs and I knew that usually had something to do with people that were uh, addicted, alcoholism, um, people that are really struggling with something in their life. And so for her to suggest that, I needed to be in some sort of 12-step, didn't sit well with me. I thought it was pretty rude, actually, and I didn't know what to do with it. I was just kind of like, no, but I quickly was ready to leave. I was low-key angry that she would even suggest something, so I just remember just kind of packing things up, being like, you know what, we got to go. And it, it just kind of was like this gurgling in my stomach kind of feeling, just sick to my stomach. And I remember that night I couldn't sleep alone in my bed. The kids were all asleep and I was just tossing and turning. And I was like, what does she even mean? I needed to be in a 12-step program. Like, I don't even, what is even a codependent? So I distinctly remember getting up out of bed, getting my phone and Googling, what is a codependent? And this is when I was slapped in the face with who I am, because I began to read words like low self-esteem, people-pleasing, poor boundaries, obsessions, denial. It was sickening to my soul. Like I did not even know what to do with this awareness of who I really was because I was the good girl I had done everything right and so to find out that I was the sick one in the room that I actually was causing these problems in my life just sent me spinning and reeling for quite a while Until I began to uncover a lot of resources and one of those resources was Melody Betty. She has been such a key person in my life in just the books that she's written to really give me a handle on what it means to have these characteristics about ourselves that is kind of under the blanket of codependency and sort of knowing where they stem from but then realizing that it doesn't make us a bad person and that a lot of these um pieces of ourselves were were part of our our mechanisms of self-preservation and as children we learned these habits um so that we could survive and so that we could um make it through our childhood but then as we c- become adults it doesn't serve us well and it actually creates the problems that we fear. It actually, in in trying to keep ourselves from being rejected and, and feeling alone, it actually creates the very thing that we're trying to avoid. And so through all this, I began to really recognize how I was doing this in my relationships. And so I wanted to pass this on to you. If this is the first time you've heard this and you're screaming, no, I could not possibly be the reason why I'm having this pain in my life or my relationships are struggling. Because you can usually look to the other person and see all the things that they're doing that's creating the breakdown of the relationship or the problems in your life. But at the end of the day, you are the one that has always been there. You are the person who has been there every step of the way. And even you allowing someone to do something is you choosing to allow it to happen. I would like to give you some signs, just a few that you can kind of pull from. I've already kind of mentioned some that I read um, as to the root of what it means to have poor boundaries uh, and be codependent. So these signs that, sh- that show that you have some poor personal boundaries is that you may say yes when you really wanna say no. So if you have a hard time really being honest and you're afraid to say no, because you think, oh, that person wants me to say yes. And because I know they want me to say yes, I'm gonna say yes. Because what happens when you have poor boundaries is that you begin to sacrifice yourself. You sacrifice your happiness, you sacrifice your opinions, you sacrifice your desires, your needs, Whatever it is for you to thrive and be happy and alive in your life, you will sacrifice that so that the other person can feel happy and the other person can enjoy their life. And the reason why we do this is because we have low self-esteem. We don't believe we are worthy of it or we are scared that the person will leave us or reject us. And so we are going to do anything we can to please that person. So we become very um, innate people pleasers. Anything I need to do to make sure the people in my life are happy, I'm going to do that at the detriment of myself. And so the way you can tell if you are a people pleaser is that when you do something, you give and you give and you give to the people you love. If you find yourself in a space of resentment or anger, towards that person for what you have done, that is an indication that you have crossed boundary lines or you've allowed the other people in your life to cross those boundary lines. So when you go back to the day in the park when Matt called and asked for a favor, I can tell you for sure that I did not want to help him out. There was nothing inside of me that desired to say yes. He was hurting me daily. We had separated. He was moving on with his life and my heart had been crushed. But because I was still so insecure and still so afraid that I was willing to sacrifice what I wanted, I was willing to deny myself Even in that place, even in the situation that we were in, I was still willing to sacrifice myself to make sure that he was happy. Somewhere in the back of my mind, something was telling me that maybe this is what you do. This is how you show you love someone. Because, you know, I still wanted my marriage to work. I still had hope that we would make it through And so I still had this sick, insecure version of myself that meant you sacrifice it all. You lay yourself on the altar of someone else's happiness, even at the expense that they are hurting you in the meantime. So on that day, I said yes when I really wanted to say no. Another sign that you um, have this within yourself is that you struggle to ask for help. One of the biggest things that comes along with poor boundaries is that I can do it myself. I'll do it. And you have a hard time asking for help. This was one of the biggest things I can remember. Oh my goodness, to ask for help. And not even for crazy things. What, you know what the really the biggest one that I, I found for myself was asking people to babysit my children. It's crazy because I I don't, I, I guess something in my head I had conjured up in my mind that, you know, having four small children very close together. As a mom, I was always overwhelmed and it was stressful. And so I would think, I don't want to put anybody else through this sort of stress. Or I don't know who would really want to watch my kids or anything like that. So I had a horrible time trying to ask people to watch my kids. And it's so funny because when Matt and I were rebuilding our marriage, coming back together, one of the biggest excuses that we made was that we couldn't go on dates. We have four little kids, you know, it really hurt us financially when we separated and going through all that, you know, we just didn't have the money and nobody to watch them. And we were making all these excuses. And I remember just through therapy, the therapist just coming back out and just saying, everything I'm hearing is excuses. Why are you not asking everyone in your phone to like that in your contacts to see if they would be willing to watch your kids? If they don't want to watch your kids, then they can say no. But if they say yes, then now you have a babysitter. And it was so crazy how just something so simple as that was so revolutionary in my codependent mind. It was one of those things where I realized that if someone says no, that's okay. It has nothing to do with, with you as a person or your children, they have a right to say no. But if they say yes, you just got yourself a babysitter. And it was, it just was this mind boggling that was just like, I can ask. And if they say no, no is no. And yes is yes. It's that simple. And I could just go through every single person in my contact. And so this was a, this was part of that growth of recognizing how I had such insecurities about myself that a no, asking someone to babysit my kids, if they said no, that was a reflection on me and my value. But to learn that it's okay to ask and a no is a no and that's okay is was just earth shattering for my recovery in this journey of my life. Another thing that you can see as a sign that you have these poor boundaries is that you feel like people take advantage of you. You give, and then it seems like, they want more. You give an inch, they're gonna take a mile. And in, in the beginning, when you first see this, it's it, you blame them. Like you're taking advantage of me. I give, and you just want more. I'm never appreciated for what I do. On the surface, this looks like they are the ones with the problem. And yes, they do. They have their own stuff to work out. But you allowing someone to take more than that they sh- than they should is not on them. That is on you. So this goes back to even the first sign that I gave where you say yes when you want to say no. That is part of those boundaries of when you feel like you're being taken advantage of. When you struggle to say no, you cannot cross this line. You cannot take the mile. I gave you the inch, but you cannot take the mile. See, what happens is when you're so used to allowing people to take it all, All of you, all of your time, all of your energy, you give and give and give until you're completely depleted. When you put up a boundary and say, no, you can't cross this, it feels selfish. It feels like you're harming the other person. It feels like you're being mean and cruel and it's going to harm them. It feels very, very scary for you to do that. But what's happening is you can tell what's happening because you find that you are resentful. And that is another sign. If you find yourself angry, that that low simmering anger, resentment towards someone that you love, that is a sign that you have not built healthy boundaries that you are allowing them to take more than their share and that you are giving more than you should you're crossing that barrier on their end as well and so what this is creating with with these lack of boundaries is creating a a breakdown of who you are and when you are breaking down who you are there is no room for joy happiness true intimacy because when you're when you're broke down and, and you f- and you feel like you've given more than you should to people and they're taking advantage of you and you've got this resentment you can't really open up to them and have those deep meaningful and loving relationships so there becomes walls that you start building and you begin to uh, have yourself Pulling away or pushing them away because we are we have this desire to self preserve ourselves. We there's something that's saying I can't keep doing this, and so what happens is then we will continually to harm the relationship because we ourselves are wounded. We are sick. We are creating this pain within our lives because we have not ever truly believed. And this is the root cause. We have not ever truly believed that we are good enough and that we are worthy of love and that we are worthy of respect and that we are worthy of the boundaries that our hearts desire. So, what do you do with this when you find yourself smacked in the face with this truth, this reality? So a lot of times people are tempted to immediately jump in and say, well, that means I gotta set these boundaries. I've gotta start saying no, and I have to make sure people don't take advantage of me. And that's all true. But that is really the symptoms of the root problem. I have become a firm believer that if you heal the sickness, if you find the root and pull it up, that you will naturally begin to change the symptoms of your life. And what do I mean by that? I think it's pretty true that we all understand the concept of boundaries. In fact, I can remember early on in my marriage reading the books called Boundaries. I even did a book study with the women's group at my church with Boundaries with Children. So, I was very aware of the importance of boundaries. I could probably have told you very logically what boundaries were, what they look like. But it was interesting how in my own life, I was completely unaware of the fact that I had zero emotional boundaries, that I was caretaking the people in my life, that I was allowing people just to bulldoze me over and... It didn't matter what I knew about boundaries. It was something else going on. Those were just the symptoms to a deeper root cause. So instead of just immediately jumping to fix it by, by changing the symptoms and, and writing out all these boundaries and making an announcement to your husband that you're no longer going to be able to take advantage of me, instead, you have to go to the root cause and like i said earlier that cause is believing that you are not good enough you've got to switch your belief system from not being good enough to the truth the truth that i am good enough i am fully loved and accepted as i am I can be fully seen in all of my insecurities and fears and weaknesses. I can be seen and accepted and loved. And again, not just from my spouse, not just from the people in my life, not from my children, not from anything outside of me. This has to come from within. That is where the healing starts. That's where the true boundaries begin. And the outside boundaries, the boundaries with others and your spouse and your children, those boundaries that you set up are just going to be a natural outflow of what you have already established within yourself. And how you heal that wound is through self-love. Recognizing what the root is of not believing you're good enough. And switching and walking down a path of rebuilding your self-worth through self-love. And the very first thing that you can do, the very first act of self-love is compassion. Compassion is at its root, Brene, Brene Brown says, at the root of compassion is acceptance. And learning from the beginning is to accept yourself as you are right here, right now, with all the wounds, with all the lack of boundaries, and the insecurities and the fears that you live with every single day. To look yourself in the eye, to stand in front of a mirror and look yourself in the eye, and have a deep sense of compassion and say, I accept you. As you are, you cannot wait for your spouse to do this for you. You cannot wait for your parents to come back and do it for you. You can't wait for the people in your life to come and accept you. This is you. You have to do this inner work of acceptance, starting right here, starting right here, right now. Just as you are. Now, I'm not gonna lie, this is gonna be a long road of healing, but it is such a good and worthy road. So, you've got a sister here. I've walked the road ahead of you. So, come on with me, come on down this road of healing because there is so much life giving joy and happiness on the other side. I wanted to say thanks again for listening to this week's episode. Remember, you have a special gift that this world needs. Keep on growing. Keep becoming the better version of yourself. No matter what, stay present in this moment as you pursue an abundance.